0: Thanks for downloading the Bedhoppers podcast. If you're not 18, then you probably shouldn't be listening to this because this podcast contains themes of a sexual nature. It chronicles our journey into the swinging lifestyle. Thank you for hopping into our beds. Get in the gym or to your car Without advice you could go far And fuck things up and we make mistakes Talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, because it's bed hopping time. <laughs> Hello there. Welcome to Bed Hoppers. This is episode 18. I'm Mr. H. This is.
1: I am Mrs.
0: H. So you didn't just say, I no, am no. Mrs. H. I'm in a sassy this mood. This is, I am Mrs. H. I'm in
1: a sassy mood tonight.
0: Hello, I am. How you doing? Brace
1: yourselves.
0: <laughs> Hold on tight, kids. This is going to be a fun ride. Yeah. So, last week we uh, went to Twitter and we went to Reddit and uh, our listeners and we asked for a bunch of questions and we got a literal fuck ton.
1: Is that a technical term? Yes, a literal. A technical fuckton, measurement.
0: Yes, of questions back from people. It yeah. was very, very humbling. People seemed to be very interested in what we had to say. Mm. Uh, I can't. I'm over that. People were vaguely interested. <laughs> um, people were moderately... Some people would like to hear what we had to say about stuff.
1: Thank okay, you. And we had a lot to say about stuff. We, we had
0: a lot to say about stuff. Uh, and we got some really nice feedback, which was lovely. Mostly from me. I wrote in. I <laughs> uh, sent us an email at uh, bedhoppersuk at and, uh, I yeah. haven't
1: replied to that feedback.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. You didn't reply to me. It was terrible. So I replied to myself.
1: Um, Dear Mr. H, I think what you said was very important. And
0: I was like, yes, Mr. H, what you said was also very important.
1: This explains a lot. You have like a messiah complex, clearly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm not the messiah. I'm a naughty boy. Right. Okay. So, um, and last week, we couldn't fit all of the questions into one humongous podcast. (laughs)
1: That's what she said.
0: Really? One humongous podcast. Uh, So... Uh, we're fitting them all into another podcast, and if we don't have time for them, then we'll figure it out as we go along. Sounds about right?
1: Yep. Sounds good.
0: Anything we'd like to say about the last week?
1: The last week? Yeah. Oh, man, what a week. Um, We got a hot tub! Yes, we did. We We got got a hot tub, Okay, because we have an unprecedented heat wave in the UK, which is still continuing to, like, fuck me off.
0: It is. Ball's hot.
1: Yeah. So we thought, we'll get a hot tub, because what's better than being really hot other than a hot tub? It's...
0: You know, like a swinger plus one, you know, like an extra roll of the dice or something.
1: Yeah, I think it's like quite cool to have one.
0: Mm, I, yeah, well, it's so we, we've we constructed said hot tub and is heating up as we speak.
1: Oh my God, the tension. The tension. So after this, we're going to jump in said hot tub.
0: Yes, that's right. Yeah. So far, uh, we've, we're recording this on a Friday night. We we have had tea. It's been very nice. It was very tasty. We did the gym. Uh, what else did we do? We, we did some sexy sex.
1: And we are having a delightful Seville orange Tanqueray gin and tonic. Uh,
0: with a pink grapefruit tonic.
1: You are literally so hipster.
0: That's right. I know. In in a tin cup.
1: Could you be any more hipster?
0: Well, or copper cup. Um, I could be, uh, but I'd have to get the MacBook out and drink a flat white in Starbucks while <laughs> writing my novel. <laughs> So um, anyway, um, we, so that was uh, the last week we got a hot tub, mm. and now that, that was our Friday. We're not going to describe every day to you this week.
1: No, that would be super boring. It
0: would be. We went to work, uh, stuff happened. I'm bored already. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. um, also, another thing that I think we'd never actually, I don't know if we've mentioned, that while we record this, we actually have a movie on in the background. Uh, silently playing, looming over us. So I think what we're going to start doing is telling you which movie we're well, watching. Good
1: luck with that, because I haven't got a fucking clue what this <laughs> is. <laughs>
0: it's fucking terrible. This film. It's
1: got like men running around playing some baseball or something.
0: It's not Field of Dreams. It's it's actually I think it's Battleship.
1: Oh. Yeah,
0: which was sort of like Transformers, like <laughs> Transformers, but it it's not okay. Well- it's, Lucky a terrible, for you, terrible I'm film. not
1: going to be that distracted well, watching it because it looks awful. Well,
0: it's not only awful, but it's designed to be an awful film in the background so that we concentrate on doing this podcast.
1: Ah, well, I've Got you. Right. OK,
0: yep. on to the questions. You ready? I'm ready. Mrs. H, you ready? I be am. Braced
1: side. and ready. Listeners, I, I hope you're ready.
0: ref five standing by. OK, <laughs> so the first question that we. I have following on from the ones we had last week. These are in no particular order. I just copy and pasted the whole load of things in into the iPad. So I'm just going to read them off as we go on. So the first question from uh, Gordon Flatch. I'm um, oh, no, nervous.
1: This is like catchphrase Flatch,
0: or something. you oh, saviour of the universe. Right. His, it's
1: like some game show.
0: I know. It is a bit. So his first question was, butt plugs in swinging situations. Exclamation.
1: Is that a statement or a question?
0: Well, I, I don't know. I think he I think the, a the statement
1: point... <laughs> of fact: there are butt plugs to be found in swinging situations. This is like news.
0: It's it's like nude news. The
1: news, the swinging news, according to the bed hoppers. Right.
0: Okay. So, um, the bed hoppers take on butt plugs in swinging situations. We've never used one in a swinging situation. Well, however, you would like to. However, well, well, you say, hang on. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: <laughs>
0: we do have.
1: Oh, there's two, a funny story attached to this.
0: What two butt plugs? Sat upstairs,
1: Yeah, but waiting. there's a funny story attached to it.
0: But, well...
1: Not to the butt plug. <laughs> well,
0: so well, um, we caught up with some of our sexy friends, we were scouring Fab Swingers, uh, which is the website in the UK, mm-hmm. uh, on all the profiles, which um, is an interesting experience. The and best of and times. what did
1: we not literally come across Well, on we didn't literally... We
0: found, it's probably the better word to use, yeah. um, we- some woman that had a, uh, a butt plug in it with a tail... But the, the actual tail was rather short and just looked like a big poop. A
1: furry out, a poop. A furry
0: poop hanging out of butt. <laughs> <laughs> a butt.
1: A tugnut, nut, if you will.
0: A dingleberry?
1: A dangleberry. Dingle dangle? A dangleberry.
0: Anyway, so it looked like a furry poop hanging out of a butt. <laughs> um, so um, my, my response was, I'm sure we could take a better picture than that. Because everything I do is uh, competitive. I quite like apparently. the idea
1: of having a tail. You do but not one that looks like a furry tagnet.
0: Really. <laughs> <laughs> so I um, the next the next evening you immediately uh, well,
1: procured two butt plugs. Yeah, I
0: procured two. two, two because two, you because, wanted one, to because have I wanted fun with a, two women. Yes, because right. I wanted uh, the 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 other half of. Um, Sexy couple. Sexy couple, well, the mm-hmm. lady half of that. I, I'm not sure about the guy wearing it. It doesn't tell I, I
1: don't think he ever really
0: I, I don't think he ever had that into- on his no, no, it was never on his uh, list of things to do, nor mine. So I had in my head this brilliant image of these two hot women walking around with some sort of fairy tale, taking a picture, possibly in the countryside, because it, and maybe making you wear like a fox-like hat.
1: Like we the- were some wild, feral beast, ready to be tamed by you uh, studs. Yes. Right. That's
0: exactly the picture I, I had in my head. So. Yeah, um, with more—I don't know—the fox and hound, jungle book type thing in my head.
1: Okay. Um,
0: with less death, or
1: maybe with like some kind of amazing uh, costume going with it.
0: Uh, no, just naked just, just with naked the fox with hats, fox hats fox and fox tails. Yeah. All right. Mm. I think one of them might be a badger one, which is slightly worrying.
1: You, you know, I think the, the person who asked this question was not expecting this in-depth answer. No. And maybe, I okay. don't think he was expecting to go. Into such a weird, malevolent twist and turn. <laughs> Nobody
0: expects the Spanish Inquisition, <laughs> my dear. Okay, moving on. Um, our good friends at normalising... Well, the wait, monogamy. wait,
1: wait. You haven't answered the question.
0: Oh, but... Plugs do, and... do you like them? Okay. Well, the... I I... we haven't encountered them but in, in swinging situations, but I think it's fair to say that we would like to encounter them in a controlled environment. Yes, in a way that, that that we would like to experience, though, I agree. which I guess is that um, because one of our rules, as we've discussed before, is that we don't do anal on a swinging situation with other people.
1: No, not no. thus far.
0: But we could do with each other. Yeah. And there we go.
1: With fox tail butt plugs. <laughs> yes. And just pop one of <laughs> those a out. Precursor.
0: Yeah. Pops out. It's fine. Okay. And swap the butt plug for something else. A peen. A peen. Yes, my foxy peen. Right, okay, that that's butt plugs done and dusted. Tick. Next question. Um, yes, as I said, our good friends at Normalising Non-Monogamy. Ah. Hey, guys.
1: They, I'm sure that question is amazing.
0: It is. Uh, how come the bed hoppers are so much more awesome than... No, no, no it doesn't say that, sorry. It actually <laughs> says, uh, do you enjoy the dynamic when meeting couples or meeting single people more? So... I think we enjoy the dynamic when we're meeting couples more, yes because
1: because there's a better connection or well, better, there's more chances of there being a connection between yeah. the four of us
0: I think um plus we, we don't like one of us being left out
1: ah fomo
0: yeah <laughs>
1: um, our old friend fomo <laughs> yeah fomo
0: is a is a is a friend of ours, and uh or well, not as the case may be, so we tend to like. Uh, to both be occupied at the same time. And that's a little bit harder with a single person.
1: Yeah, I agree. However,
0: they follow it up. When is Mrs. H going to get some hot swingle man action?
1: Oh my goodness, what an amazing question. Thank you. I give them five stars for that question.
0: Really? I'm going to
1: give them five foxtail butt plugs out of five.
0: Really? Mm. I was going to give them just one bedhopper point for that. (laughs) Uh, At the end of it, if you collect 50, you can trade it in for something. I don't
1: know. No, you know what? I'm gonna give them eight pineapple door knockers out of ten.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Yeah. But but the, the answer to that question, what is it?
1: There is no answer.
0: There is no answer. Not
1: yet. Okay. We don't have a defined timeline.
0: No. I think we're but not
1: We're edging closer to it you in love a controlled a bit of way. I love a bit of edging. And in a controlled way, I think we are starting to define where our boundaries may be, around yeah. swingles, men. It's interesting,
0: actually. We've had quite a lot of listeners get in touch about that. We have. Mm. A lot of people offering advice, which has been really good. And if you've uh, got in touch with us, thank you ever so much for, for writing in or, or emailing in, writing in, <laughs>
1: sending <laughs> us a postcard.
0: Uh, PO Box 23, yeah. <laughs> so um, it's, it's been interesting, and the conversation around it is definitely increasing.
1: Um, that in itself is is great. Yeah, You know, to even open a dialogue about something that actually we wouldn't have even considered talking about maybe eight, nine months ago. Yeah, I think, I think is a, a really good move. Yeah, I
0: think we're, we're, we're starting to shuffle that and we, we've interestingly been talking to friends about it and uh, people in the lifestyle, obviously. And um, yeah, it's been it's certainly sort of going up on the agenda, but I don't think it's something that we're actively hunting down.
1: No, but I think it demonstrates a level of maturity of us as a couple of that me we're in able particular. to um, at least the talk one. about it.
0: <laughs> well,
1: we know this isn't true.
0: What? what?
1: <laughs> You're my toy boy.
0: Okay. You told me I was a big boy earlier.
1: <laughs> Go on then. Okay. Is there another question?
0: Uh, not from normalising non-monogamy. There isn't. But thank you, Guyson. So uh, next one from uh, Scores Twenty um, Two said. Why is it taboo if a guy is bisexual, but it seems like a prerequisite for the women or woman to be bisexual? Seems like a pretty big double standard.
1: I love this question. Do you? Yeah, it's something we've talked about ourselves.
0: It's it's a really interesting one, actually. and uh, It's if, very
1: duplicitous, isn't it, the lifestyle, in some respects. When I thought you we were going to say the
0: question was duplicitous. No. No, the question was quite open.
1: The question's excellent. Inconceivable!
0: <laughs> um... So, this this harks back, I think, to um, some of the stuff that we've talked about before with the way that, in, in my mind, and this is all about me clearly, with everything that I'm answering, it links back to fairness, I think. And mm-hmm. um, to me, I like people to be fair and people to have equal opportunities wherever possible. And I, I, discrimination just winds me up because it means that someone's not getting their fair share mm-hmm. effectively. So, for me... I think the, um, the 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 taboo of of guys being bisexual and and you know people in the lifestyle not putting up that is really is quite wrong. It doesn't sit well with me internally. <laughs>
1: nah, well, okay, and that that's an excellent point. I've got a slightly different view, not an alternative kind of approach to it, but more a different slant on this. So. I think there's some stigmas and stereotypes at play here. And when you think about uh, mainstream pornography, particularly, you often find, you know, the the imagery associated with women together to be erotic and sexual and nothing but, you know, designed to maybe, you know, just get people off, Mm. essentially. And when you think about the imagery of pornography in terms of men together, Mm. it it doesn't have that same appeal. From a mainstream perspective, because people historically do not consider two men together to be erotic. But do you think? I'm not saying that's a right or wrong view. I'm just simply saying that is kind of what porn has led us to believe as an image. Two women, hot, two men together, oh. I'm going to throw
0: a literal spanner in your works. Yeah. It's going to be like dodgeball, this one. Dip, dodge, dive, dodge, again, <laughs> dodge again.
1: Dodge again.
0: Yeah. Um, so. Do you think that the millennials
1: mm. and
0: um, whatever the, the younger version or of that is snowflakes, or
1: whatever
0: they are, snowflakes, mm-hmm.
1: precious snowflakes?
0: Um, I don't think they're as driven by what we were driven by.
1: <laughs> by by. Do you no, mean a buy the by sense <laughs>
0: by the buy? Yeah. So I I think that that the younger generations aren't um, as bothered. By all of this nonsense. They don't see it as an issue. If they like something, they like it, and if they don't, they don't. And I think, so if you look at, I don't know...
1: Well, the younger feel, generation love to be controversial.
0: It's not about controversy. I think it's about acceptance. I think they're just a lot more happy to accept that that's, that's a potential norm. Mm. And I think that the more of that we see, the more that society will change, and eventually it will catch up with the old people, or the old people will die out. And it will just be whatever the new stuff is.
1: Or maybe society will just disappear up its own arse.
0: <laughs> maybe, or maybe the young people will. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I, I think there's
1: a combination of factors maybe at play then, uh, and certainly I think those stereotypes have a bearing on it in terms of what you see from mm-hmm. you know sort of pornography and what you just see just scrolling through. Well, what did I say to you today uh, when I was scrolling through Twitter?
0: Um, Come on, it was gold. I can't remember. You,
1: you... I said, I've been scrolling through Twitter for at least, what, three, four minutes, and I have come across five jizzing cocks and four puffy cunts. Oh, I said that. Ugh. But yes, the point is, I, it was saturated with porn.
0: Hang on, hang on. You do realise... <laughs> yes, that I realise that. that, that. Is, okay, so in your wonderful <laughs> mind there, these are all <laughs> things that we've said yes, we'd like to follow... And
1: oh, yeah, but it's got to a point of oversaturation. For me. It's, like it's got to
0: oversaturation because you've ticked follow on all of them.
1: I haven't touched any of that. This well, is you.
0: All right. all right. Let me refer to you the to the mysterious circumstance of us unfollowing, swinging down under.
1: Again, this was you. I, I touch Twitter. You were
0: just jabbing your finger like a finger blaster at right? your what phone. keyboard cat. Like, do, 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 do. And that's the what. Mashing
1: you. buttons on my phone. I know, right? I was just trying to catch Pokemon. I know. And And instead, I inadvertently unfollowed Swinging Down Under.
0: And then we had to have the awkward moment where we had to re-follow them. And then we had a fucking message from them going, what the actual fuck? It's embarrassing. Anyway, moving swiftly onwards, or back to the point. So um, I think that um, there is a double standard with, with things. And we've encountered a lot of people that say they won't play with bye guys or people that play with right. Bi guys. Right, they won't
1: even consider a um, couple that's that played with
0: the bad guys. Fucking winds me up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It does. It's it's just like well, it's like saying actually and and this is a weird double standard and I, I think this, this took us a while to get it into our heads actually. It's like saying you won't play with a couple that has been around the block a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's um does it make any difference? I mean is it any different to them fucking a hundred different people than I don't know a man and wife fucking each other three thousand million times over the course of a lifetime then becoming swingers and you fucking them there's no real difference no, to that there isn't so for me, this is one of those things that i I think the world needs to change, but i don't I, I don't think it's going to change um, immediately but there's definitely signs of that happening
1: what's interesting is the the amount of couples out there who there is a level of expectation that the the women within that couple dynamic are by.
0: Yeah, that's a curious one, isn't and, it? And I
1: think part of that is because there is, again, this uh, odd kind of um, notion that maybe it's the girls that should kick things off by putting on a bit of a show for their men in a byway, way and going, yeah, the girls will get it on and it'll be super hot. And then the men will be like, oh, my God, this is so hot. I'm going to join in now. So the expectation is actually placed on the women. To be by together and put on a bit of an erotic lesbian can show. Be a
0: little bit of that, and I'm, I'm not know saying
1: it's always the case, but there is sometimes that kind of vibe.
0: What's interesting, and and we and and we're going on about this quite long time. It's we've got quite a great question. It is a great question. The other day in the car, we were talking about some of the favourite women that we've met and the lifestyle that you've met in the lifestyle. We makes. did
1: have a conversation.
0: Now, yes. What's interesting is is that the ones that you've sort of you found less memorable. Mm-hmm. one of the better phrase, mm-hmm. are the ones that genuinely, genuinely, genuinely aren't bi and they only do it for a bit of a show Absolutely. rather than the ones that are actually interest. it's
1: disingenuous and they are purely doing it just to get their men off. Okay, that's fine, I get that. They're just li- lipstick lesbian type vibe where they're just doing it just to impress their man. Yeah. Just to get a reaction and that, if, that's, if they're happy to do that, great. I don't do it for that. I I genuinely like a nice lady.
0: What? You're not putting on a show for me.
1: (laughs) And plus, I know you don't necessarily need that.
0: I don't really get anything out of it. I know, because again, you like to be involved. But I do like to be involved.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think
1: okay, I think we've um we've covered this one.
0: Well, as quickly as we're gonna cover it, I think. Yeah. So the next question is at the top. I'm gonna hand this to you. You can read it out.
1: Do I get to ask? are in free full
0: here now, folks. This this could go anywhere. Mrs. H has got the iPad of questionisms.
1: Oh wow. Okay, cool. Right. So the question is from MNJ. Is that right? Yeah.
0: Are you reading it?
1: I I can't see it. <laughs> okay. The question is, it feels... Oh, God, I thought you were going to start singing when I said that. It feels like something's heating up.
0: Can I leave with you? <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking about, but we can't afford the rights.
1: <laughs> the question is, it feels like the swinging community is growing quickly. What impact is this having on us? Is it good or bad?
0: Well... I think there's 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 two bits to that one, the fact that it's growing is a good thing, and I think the more that the lifestyle itself is legitimized as a uh, i suppose it's only really a hobby or a um, lifestyle in that way it, the, the better will all be I think mm-hmm. because it means that we can be much more open uh, about uh, about things to our friends, family, colleagues, and all that, if you so choose the fact that it's growing quickly mm-hmm. can mean that you get a lot of people just jumping in without really considering how. Uh, this can impact their relationship, but also how it can impact yours. And we've seen this a lot on on Fab swingers in the UK that there's there's a, a stream of people that of, of newbies that are coming in, and um, they don't have a Scooby Doo really, do they? Oh, that means a clue, folks. Apologies. Um, I tell
1: you what, it's so annoying.
0: Um, so you you know it, mm. it leads to a lot of people getting in touch and sort of saying, yeah, are you down to down to fuck? Um, DP misses all this sort of stuff, oh, uh, which if you've was, seen our Twitter, you'll have seen that message that we had just this week. I think it's it's led to an increase of that stuff, and part of the reason that we do this podcast is to to try and help people that are new um, get a sense—not the right way to do things, because I don't think that's that's right. It's for us to say, but actually to avoid some of the pitfalls and actually just just help them think about how they're treating other people. And okay. if we can sort of start to change some of those behaviours, get people thinking about consent, get people thinking about asking before you touch people, and even basic things like fucking wearing a condom, then actually I think we'll we'll have done a, a good job. So for me, th- th- that's the two bits. So one, um, yes, I think it is growing. Uh, I think that's good for us because it means there's much more people for us to play with as well. Um, but two, I think the fact that it's going quickly can be uh, can mean that you get much more. Um, a mix of life and, and that's, um, that's often a good thing but but sometimes it means that you, you get sort of uh, swathes of people that have no concept of how their lifestyle could work and you can run into them and um, they they can leave you battered, bruised and uh, emotionally scarred and that's just through the messages that they send you. So that's my take.
1: Yeah, uh, for me <clears throat> there, there is um, definitely an influx of... <laughs> An influx of something, Uh, not not great, not great quality coming into certainly our you know spectrum of of lifestyle opportunities. It's and I think it's 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 not good quality. But it's
0: important to say that it's not about looks. It's not about we're not even um, getting
1: that far. They're not even putting pictures on there. Well,
0: and this is and but this is where we do need to. to Yeah, they're just
1: knocking at random profiles with no substance, no kind of. They're not even bothering to read profiles. They're literally just chucking up sort of thrown together profiles, uh, and there's there's just a huge influx of them. Mm. And it's not it's not quality at all.
0: No, it's not it's not the quality that you'd, you'd want. And I think this is actually starting to make us change some of our habits and some of our, our thought processes around the lifestyle in the UK. And that's why we've been moving towards going to clubs a little bit more frequently. Um, How you can
1: actually meet someone face to face and yeah,
0: and get yeah. past that that nonsense. And ge- you know, generally, we've met some really nice people. And I think the the opportunity to meet people socially one on one is becoming it's it's much smaller, or at least we're we're kind of following through with that less and less. And I think that is purely because the volume of people that are coming through that are just um just not up to to the to scratch really in terms of the way they present themselves the Way they message you and the way that they've not filled out any profile and all that sort of stuff, okay. Next, yeah. all
1: right. So, um, my apologies if I get this, this name wrong. Um, <laughs> it's a Lud Jack SP 70. I'm wondering if that's like a play on Jack Sparrow. I don't know.
0: No, you don't. No, I really don't, no.
1: but I'm just reading it as I see. Save. <laughs> And the question is, what are your thoughts about all the sites going pay or no messages lately?
0: Going pay or no messages? Mm. Um, so our experience, so we, I mean, we're coming from a UK perspective. And I think um, this is a reference to some of the stuff that's been happening in the States. But I might might well be wrong. Mm. Um, for us, we've always, have we had to pay for messages? I think messages have been free. On Fab swingers, but you
1: can't necessarily do much more.
0: No, than it's, it's like the most basic of of services. Yeah, at the best of times, but if you don't pay for it, then it's, that even, it's even more shit. Yeah, it's even more <laughs> shit. Um, it's not say so shit, but it's just not as good as it could be. Yeah, yeah to be fair, that's fair. And I think um I, I don't. I don't know. It's it's. I I think that sometimes having a pay barrier. Um, does make people think more about the investment they're making and make make them put more time into presenting themselves in the right way, to writing their profiles in the right way, and to messaging more effectively. And oh, if I agree. If you're, if you're
1: going to pay for something, you're going to make it quality, aren't you? Yeah, that's true. Otherwise, why would you part with your money?
0: And that's true. But and, unless there's a bunch of rich people that just don't give no shits and they're just, all the rich people have become swingers.
1: <laughs> so there's some people out there just. Shitting money, basically writing shit messages. Yeah, and where's, the, where's the
0: fucking couples <laughs> on the on the yacht that that are sitting there eating caviar that haven't invited <laughs> us to their champagne evening this evening? Um,
1: uh-huh. But
0: but no, the reality I think for us is that we've not really noticed that particularly in the UK that that there's always been a sort of pay to get the best out of it. And I think when when you see that people are photo verified, when you see that they've got. Uh, varies on their account and when you Mm. see that they've got pictures on their account it typically means that they've paid to be a subscriber and therefore they are um probably a little bit more legitimate than than the people that have just gone on there for a free look around that Um, would be my take
1: yeah and for what it's worth i'd actually rather pay something nominal if i'm going to get if it's going to eliminate the kind of time wasters and people who as you say are just literally down to fuck
0: Mm, exactly all right give me that ipad back Yoink!
1: <laughs>
0: no one's ever been this clever. <laughs> okay, uh, what is the most surprising place you run into a lifestyle person during vanilla activities? That's from M N J One D. Hang on a second. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. I right. know. Yeah. Did you did you get that name wrong? No. Okay, fine. Oh no, it's the same person from earlier. Yeah. Uh, uh... See, we're up to up to play on this. Um. Well. Um. It's rare for us to run into people uh, in the lifestyle, but we have once, in fact, run into a a couple um, whilst out shopping in Tesco. <laughs> and uh, we spied them from down the aisle. Tesco's a, a supermarket, if you didn't know, guys. And um, they were... Um, and Normally, this couple... Um, normally, I mean, he looks a bit like Agent Coulson, you call him, don't you? Yeah. Um, which is one thing. However... Um, She's normally dressed up to the nines, isn't she? She is normally yes. She is normally like yeah. super sparkly in terms of the way she dresses. Um and her Tesco outfit was not. Was was I mean I think you said that you thought she might be wearing crocs. I I'm not she sure. Was crocs. I think that's something you've imagined.
1: Well, it was certainly Loungewear. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely loungewear.
0: But what was really funny is um that we 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 clocked them and saw them down the aisle, and they clearly saw us, and then they sort of scooted off at 100 miles an hour. Yeah,
1: well, I went and hid behind the baked beans, so there you go. I <laughs> was like, they can't see me. We've got back from a gym, and I don't look anything like I normally do when we go out.
0: <laughs> no,
1: first of all, problem. Yeah.
0: So that yeah that that's probably. But the... it's
1: interesting. You always get like a bit of an image going and. You know, you play to your strands and you make yourself look nice, and you go out, and of course you don't want to see them like swanning around, like, picking up bread rolls in Tesco, do you? No, that's true. It hasn't got quite the same appeal.
0: That's true. Okay, right, next question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is from uh, Battle Tacos. I like that name.
1: Battle Tacos? Yeah.
0: It's like Battle wow. Cat, but Battle Taco. Uh, anyway, uh, they said, also, uh, what is your initial process of vetting a couple... Or unicorn like what are your first questions what are you listening for what makes you say no etc essentially what do you try to figure out before meeting for the first time
1: oh please let me answer this first go on then <laughs> the floor so, is yours dear The flo- oh okay the first thing that i look for is can they actually coherently string together a literate message
0: Why are you talking like William Shatner?
1: I'd rather someone talked like William Shatner and strung a sentence together than came across as some illiterate halfwit that doesn't put any kind of thought into a message. Mm -hmm. There is nothing more guaranteed to put me off than someone who doesn't bother to A, read your profile, B, send a message consisting of more than three syllables,
0: What would be your ideal message?
1: Okay. (laughs) Well, it's certainly not, hey, how's you?
0: (laughs) Would it be like, hello, bedhoppers, I've read your profile. I loved your (laughs) pictures. They seem very exciting. I think that we would be a great match. It
1: does not need to be War and Peace. It really doesn't. But I want someone who has bothered to read the profile that we have put together because we have we've been very open and honest about our likes and dislikes and what we're looking for in a couple. Yep. So why bother to contact us if for example you've got a particular dislike or physical dislike and it's quite clear from our profile that we have that. Yeah. You know it's just
0: pointless. You get the uh the profiles that are like ah we hate beards. Beards like the worst and then they message us. Okay. And
1: Exactly. It does so you say, haven't fucking read the profile. I
0: know.
1: It's just so frustrating. I know, right? And it just really, really puts me off.
0: Okay. So w- the first thing we're looking out for then is an eloquently, uh, adequately.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm am I am not being a snob about this. I am looking for just someone who can string a sentence together. Okay. And bothers to. Trying to elucidate some element of their personality in a message to us.
0: So, they need to convey the personality. Yeah. They need to show that they've either looked at our pictures. Yeah. Or read our profile, preferably both, and reference that within the message.
1: Yeah, and that they have a passing interest in us as people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, what are our first questions to people?
1: I think we do have a tendency to probably ask what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Because nine
0: times out of ten, people's profile doesn't say.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I, I think we also tend to ensure that people realise that we, we have a social first and that we, we don't just...
0: That tends to be our go-to at the gate.
1: Yeah. yeah. Hey,
0: let's grab some drinks and... Um, but please set, bear in set mind... A,
1: set some expectations, that really. we're not going to
0: play on a first date. We like to go away and think about it. I like also asking people how much wood would a woodchuck chuck a woodchuck wood, chuck wood? Chuck,
1: wood. <laughs> It's also quite nice, I think, to get a few nerdy references in there just to see if they do tick a few boxes instantly for us, because that always scores some brownie points of us, doesn't it? It does. Because that's the kind of people we are. And of course, we're not, you know, why do this if you're not going to meet people who are like-minded and you find them attractive? Their mind's attractive as well.
0: We had a really great message this week about a couple that that she liked Star Wars. Yes. And he liked Lord of the Rings. (laughs)
1: That's right.
0: (laughs) And what's more, they laughed at my jokes.
1: Yep. That's very true. That was
0: very precious. So So, again,
1: again, some brownie points there. I know. Right there.
0: But they at least engaged and Mm -hmm. they saw our profile. They interacted with us. They... they had a really good conversation going mm-hmm. and they, they asked questions that are relevant to, to what we put on our profile, which I thought was fantastic. Um, stuff that makes us say no. The down, are you down to fuck? Um, the people... I, actually, we t- people without verifications... Um, it makes me a
1: bit nervous.
0: But, but we've met a few people without verifications and that's fine. But I think I'd much rather meet someone that has a full profile... Mm and no varies and someone that has pictures of them of them yeah. as a couple um the the then the, the people that don't have have anything mm. at all so there was that um in terms of what stuff that we tried to figure out before meetings for the first time i think we try we try and take it off the site and onto kick as uh, quickly as we can because it's not easy to understand who's messaging so you ideally you want to see that both people if it's if it's a couple are messaging you need to see that people are engaging um and that they seem to be answering honestly
1: yeah i get super nervous if it's uh, a very one-sided conversation yeah it it rings alarm bells for me instantly like a why why is the other person so absent in there so are they not are they not okay or are they a single person and it you know it's another fucking catfish or you know maybe maybe it just gives you a little bit of an alarm bell that maybe they're not both in it for the right reasons, so...
0: Right, next question. Okay. This is H, you have the iPad of Destiny. Oh. It's the one at the top.
1: Okay. All right, so this is from Barry Monroe Couple. <laughs> okay. What's been the largest party you have attended?
0: Well, hmm, hmm. <laughs> as we discussed last week, um, every party or house party that we're going to go to has been... Cancelled. So house parties, um, are off the cards. However, Bendy we have burst. been to events <laughs> yes. and parties of which, so I'm thinking of the one we went to that was steampunky. Yeah,
1: that was which pretty big.
0: probably had a good hundred
1: couples. Yeah, I would say that. Uh,
0: so we've done that. We've what else we've we done? We we've been to Torture Garden, mm. which whilst not strictly lifestyle was certainly a party, and that had several hundred people there. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, that's probably about the the largest party that we've we've been to um to be fair we as we're kind of keen to do the whole house party thing and have a network of people that we can summon like hmm. Avengers. Um, or super friends to our, to our our house and call them with a bat sign up in the sky. I know I'm mixing my Marvel and DC there. Of which uh, any nerds listening, I really apologise. It's not the right thing to do, um, and I should hang my head in shame. Well,
1: you can like go wash in the hot tub afterwards and think about what you said.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to wash in have hot a tub. sit
1: down hot tub cry. That's right,
0: <laughs> <Or> <laughs> supping my gin and tonic, It'd be brilliant. Um, but yeah, I I think so. We've been to a few few events where there's been quite a few people there, um, but. Uh, and we've also been to events where there's sort of 15 to 20 couples. Yeah. And um, and that's been pretty good as well. So um, does that answer that? Mm. Cool. What's the next question?
1: Well, it's your MNJ again. They have a bunch of questions.
0: They've been greedy on the question front.
1: So uh, this is a great question, though. Are there some professions that seem prevalent in the lifestyle? Um, are there, for example, a bunch of nuclear engineers, or professional line tamers? Um,
0: Yes, I think there are a couple of professions we've seen a lot of. Military seems to come up a lot.
1: That is crazy popular, isn't it? We've met so many couples and before they've even told us, it's almost a kind of, I think we figured out.
0: Yeah, you can tell straight away. Nine times out of ten, you know. Even in the messages, you could... Mm -hmm. However, what I will say is that the military people tend to be... um, a lot, a, a lot better at writing messages. Mm-hmm. They tend to be a lot better behaved, generally speaking. I mean, we've had one or two ones that have gone a bit astray. However, in the most, the military guys, it tends to be the guys in the military rather than the girls yeah. have have been pretty good. I agree. So we've seen that nurses. We've seen a few of those.
1: Yeah, no lion tamers though.
0: No lion tamers. Uh, what else have we seen? Teachers. Teachers. Couple of teachers. Mm. Um. Uh, anything else? Yeah, quite a few teachers actually. Yeah. Yeah, running the gamut from <laughs> primary school to universitaires
1: Yeah. I'd, um. And ah, care home.
0: I've not seen a care, bounty hunter that yet. Kind
1: of. Yeah, thing. I'm putting that
0: in like nurse category. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm lumping it all together there. Caring profession. Yeah, I'm yet to see any bounty hunters though, or assassins.
1: Not not really a profession that you might encounter, but right. It might
0: be. I mean, they must be having a wild time out there, <laughs> so, you know. All right. All right. Come on, then. Any Anything else to that question that you want to add? No. No? I don't think we've... I mean, broadly, the military ones come up a lot. The healthcare and nurse bits come up a lot. Yeah. Um, and teachers. And and teachers. Mm. And beyond that, it's, I mean...
1: I can't think of any outlandish ones that we've...
0: We've met a few people just. that are a little bit James Bond-like.
1: Yeah, but uh, more retired, really.
0: Well, we can't really say anything about like that. No. They'll hunt us down and find us. Maybe. Maybe.
1: Like Liam Neeson style. Yes. <laughs>
0: Scream out what you see. <laughs> okay, next question.
1: Well, now this is an interesting oh, question. Oh, ask this one. Yikes! <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so this one comes from the gang at Nerds Who Swing.
1: Well, they sound like nice people.
0: They do sound like We're nice people. We're pretty nerdy as well. Uh, so they said... In fact, have you, have you heard their podcast? <laughs> now,
1: now you know I don't listen to a lot of podcasts.
0: So we'll come to that in a second, then.
1: Partly because I can't figure out how to make Bluetooth work in my car.
0: Oh, okay. You yeah. keyboard cat in the radio.
1: <laughs> I just mash buttons until like a radio station comes on, generally. Mm. I, I think one day last week, I actually... Meowed the theme tune to Goldfinger on the way to work because nothing was working. oh
0: that's nice.
1: Meow, meow, meow. Right, it was exactly like that.
0: And we can add some dogs in it.
1: Woof, 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 <laughs> meow, 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 woof
0: This is all gold here, folks. Um thanks for sticking with us so far. If Ooh. you haven't left yet, uh please carry that's on. That's how we'll...
1: technically inept I am. Yes. So in Anyway, my, my answer is around. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, whereas okay. you do. Are
0: you caveating the question before or the answer before? Hit I move even this question. The question. Come on. So the let's question have is: it. We've heard rumours that Mrs H has the hots for Miller from the Nerds Who Swing podcast.
1: Good lord! Can
0: you confirm this? Now, I've listened to Nerds Who Swing,
1: and do you have the hots for him?
0: I don't have the hots for Miller. No.
1: Why? What's wrong with him?
0: Well, I, it's not my type. <laughs> if I'm being really honest. However, oh,
1: nerd tendencies not the right ones for you.
0: However, so before we, we we went through all the well before we started our podcast, uh-huh. we did a very quick dry not dry run, but uh, I asked a Mrs hump. H dry hump <laughs> a very quick dry hump. Um, I need some moisture now. Um, I asked Mrs H uh, these questions or, or took her through the questions so that she could start formulating them. In her in her brain, and her, unfortunately, Mrs H hadn't heard the podcast or could not remember hearing the podcast. The reality is, she's heard it twice in the car. Wow, um, have I? Yes, you have, but couldn't remember it. Oh. But we played it for you, and the first thing you noticed is what was it that you said to me, wife?
1: <laughs>
0: hey, Anne, would you would you like me to help with this? Do 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 do. So her first statement was, this this music, it's it's escalating.
1: I said...
0: You didn't sound like C-3PO, you like, oh my, this music is
1: escalating. No, I didn't. I said this music is actually making me feel a bit on edge. I think something's going to explode at some point. Until it unless it changes key soon. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: but uh, so I hand my headphones that to that was just the
1: intro. No, oh, I know.
0: I hand my headphones to Mrs. H and and she starts singing White Lines. <laughs> <laughs> so um Nerd no Swing Guys. I think I, they
1: should take this as a profound compliment. You
0: liked you like the song White Lines, don't you? I do, I love be-do, the song White Lines. I'm gonna be singing bass. it all night now. <laughs>
1: I love that song.
0: It's good. It's a good song, and it's good that it reminded
1: what well, I that. can tell you, having mm-hmm. listened to the intro, yes. uh, with the heavy white lines bass going on. Freeze! Uh, yeah. Rock! I actually did think he had a really nice voice. Did you? Yeah.
0: Why are you winking at me when you said that? I'm not that?
1: winking, i got some in my eye.
0: Uh, okay. So you thought he had a nice voice?
1: I did think he had a nice voice. Would
0: you like to see his face? Yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So, uh, no to swing, guys. Face pics, come on. Fess up, come on, send them over,
1: and then I would be happy to confirm or deny these rumors. Okay,
0: will you give them a Bedhopper rating rating at five? Yeah. Okay. I
1: I might give him a, a Batman rating.
0: A Batman rating. Yeah. Really.
1: I might give him nine Batman's out of ten. Jokers.
0: Nine Batman's out of ten. Jokers. <laughs> it makes it about but as much. But let's see it first. Okay. Let's, All right.
1: Um. Let's see the boat face. Okay.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. So thank you, guys. Uh, Battle tacos. Coming back in with another question. They said, why do you think male ED, that's erectile dysfunction, I'm assuming, Mm -hmm. uh, male ed, is not as openly discussed as other issues that come up in the lifestyle? I'm
1: assuming they don't mean ED as in eating disorders.
0: No, I'm hoping not. (laughs) But it it seems to me the majority of guys I've talked to have and take some sort of ED pill. However, in my experience, getting them to talk about it is like pulling teeth. It seems like no one wants to talk about it.
1: That is bang on.
0: Well, they don't. It's an interesting one, isn't mm. it? Because I think we it's fair to say that throughout our adventures, quite a few of the guys have had a moment or two. Now, whether this is a wider issue, whether it's a psychological or a physical issue, I don't know.
1: I think it's it's quite prevalent as as a, a, a problem. I think a lot of people have at some point encountered that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. whether it be too much alcohol related, and I think that's quite common. Yeah, nerves, just performance anxiety based, stage fright, whatever or you call it. Whole
0: combination of the absolutely
1: about a number of factors. And we've said it before, but women don't have the same pressure. They don't have to prove that they they are experiencing a level of. Um, being turned on at any point because they can fake their way through it quite merrily if they had to a man can't fake that no you know i mean fair play to the guys they 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 have to you know pleasure the woman get it up keep it up do something with it
0: (laughs) well and it's interesting and
1: then finish finish the race
0: (laughs) finish the race and if
1: they don't women get so bent out of shape over that
0: well, it it is interesting because, because it's
1: a reflection on their performance and their ability to they, get the man there.
0: But they think it is. I mean, exactly. we're all, we're all responsible for our own orgasm to a certain extent, surely.
1: To some extent, but nobody wants to be the person that couldn't get the person to the finish line because yeah. actually when you are engaging in this, this these play sessions, what you really want to do is is get someone off yeah. ultimately. You want to show them that you you know, they find you attractive enough to to want to play with you and ultimately finish and whether it be with their partner or yeah. with you or you know in a big happy jumble somewhere whatever the you, you think there is a probably an end game to wanting to play
0: well that's that's the theory i think yeah so i i think that the reason it's not discussed as much is because men then this is generalizing terribly and i i feel bad for this don't tend to have those discussions.
1: Men tend to not talk about a great deal of things.
0: What? I constantly talk.
1: When... Okay, so think of it this way. As, as you go through life as, a, as a, a boy and then a teenager and then a, an adolescent and then a grown man, at all those points in your life, at some point or another, someone has said to you, men don't cry... Men are big. They wear big boy pants. Girls cry. Men don't. Men are tough. Men men are better than that. At some point, you're given those kind of, you know, stereotypical sort of uh, points along the way that say, "Now nah, you have to man up. You have to do this. You're you're the dude." It's the think, girls that are delicate and fragile, and they get the softly, softly approach. I think
0: I think you're broadly right there. Certainly with our generation, mm. I go back to this millennials thing, and I hope I only hope that. That people are changing some of those approaches mm-hmm. in life, and I I've definitely exactly. seen I examples of that. I don't think they're right; those um, things.
1: I'm just saying that's broadly what I encounter, particularly in what I do. That's
0: true. So, and maybe that the fact that the majority of swingers tend to be in their late 30s to their 50s—that's generally accepted Again, to be the norm. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and maybe because they're part of that generation where they've been brought up that way, that's that's their thing. They just haven't develop those skills or just haven't had the permission to do that sort of stuff which makes it very very difficult so i think there is a there is something in it around encouraging people to talk but one and this is the strange thing about the lifestyle is actually the one of my great joys is being able to talk about all this stuff Mm-hmm. openly with people
1: because you know you haven't really had male friends in the past who are happy to talk openly about no, their not. sexual experiences not for years or no. dysfunctions in in any it's, way it's
0: kind of rare for the guys to be able to do that and whereas know, women
1: get together all the time and have a bottle of secco and off they go what and they'll talk you know <laughs> for kingdom come about what have you
0: been saying? yeah
1: yeah we we will talk about our what? men
0: what, what, what because that's what we do me. because
1: women talk all the bloody time because they love doing it i love doing it and you know you don't get anywhere unless you talk about something do you it's
0: absolutely true and i think this this is one of those things where i think it's um it's things are starting to change but Mm -hmm. but the reality is i think that the lifestyle hasn't changed things enough at the moment not that it's the lifestyle's responsibility but i think the more you're in the lifestyle the more you i find the more you become more open the more you are able to talk about the stuff but but erectile dysfunction tends to be one of those things that stays a bit off the table because it's seen as a failure, I think. And people don't like generally talking about their failures unless there's some level of humour in it. And quite often it's difficult to find a level of humour
1: exactly. in it. Exactly. And it goes but back to that whole, you know, anthropomorphic view where like man is a hunter gatherer and they must provide and they must be strong and they must be everything that woman wants them to be. Mm. And they Do you, must you mean anthropomorphic? <laughs> yeah. Just the Jennifer Caveman kind of principle, yeah. isn't it? That hunter gatherer strong, like provider.
0: There is something in that, and, it, uh,
1: and that we mustn't show any signs of weakness or you know instability. I don't
0: think anyone likes showing signs of weakness, though. Quite frankly, and I think if if something happens and there's a level of humor to it, then people will discuss it and they'll share it. If there is a moment that makes them look like a bit. A bit of an idiot or a mm. bit of a failure, then people don't tend to talk about it. So it's like you know the difference between passing an exam and failing an exam. Generally, people won't talk about their failing of an exam. They'll talk about just the passing of it, mm-hmm. and they won't discuss the the, the 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 falling out of it. So I think it's very similar to that in that that sort of regard. It's interesting because I think it's it's one of those things where if it's happened, surely if you discussed it up front and say, actually, there's some times when this happens. Or mm-hmm. that happens, or, you know, you come too soon, or you don't come, you, at, all. You don't come at all, or you, you you sometimes can't maintain your erection, or whatever it might be. If you have that com- conversation in advance with the other couple, then actually, that other person doesn't feel bad. They can work through it, and you can actually discuss how you're going to go around that. So if you know that might be a possibility, you can actually say, but don't worry, I'm going to totally go around on you for like 25 minutes, no problems, it's fine or actually what i need at that point is just to step away from it take myself out of the room and go away for 5 minutes and come back or maybe i need my original my you know my wife or my partner or whatever mm. so that's how i think you get around it but i think the reality is that's quite a brave step for some people for some guys who don't like talking at all
1: and occasionally you'll get a sympathetic wife who will recognize what's happening and they'll step in and say ah oh, i think you you need to help your your husband down, yeah, or, or let me help with that.
0: Or sometimes they don't help at all. But sometimes, and sometimes like, it's just fuck like, this, you, deal, you can deal with it." Yeah, you deal with that. You see what you. Can <laughs> I'm
1: going to go off and play with the man who hasn't gone down yet. <laughs> yeah,
0: it, uh, yeah. It's it's. Um, I know it's it's, it's an interesting it? one. So I think it's very very difficult. I think it should be openly discussed. I think it should be part of that. If if that's something that you think might be an issue or that has happened before, perhaps it's worth having that that chat as just a. Hey, look, sometimes this happens. If it happens, it's not a reflection of you. It's just nerves. It's just this. It's just that. It's a medical mm-hmm. condition. Because it can be a medical thing, like a pure, like, blood pressure type stuff. Be honest. Have that chat. Get it out in the open. And if, if you need to adapt your approach, great. At least other, everyone knows. And everyone knows what to expect if that mm-hmm. does happen. So you've got your plan B in Batman the fuck out of that thing. That's right. What would Batman do?
1: Uh. Well... He'd send up a bat signal.
0: He'd have some bat Cialis in his pouch ready, just in case he needs it. Not that that solves everything. But
1: and some shark repellent. A bat splint. A bat splint. <laughs> Maybe.
0: And some bat shark repellent. Yeah. Amazing. Or it, he'd call in the boy wonder to do the job for him.
1: Well, yeah. That's <laughs> cool. uh, Batman and the Robin. Yeah. That's right. good. I like okay. that. that, was, that was, Thank, you. Uh, Thank you. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. Next one from Mad Skills with a Z77. Like it's got like Mad Skills for real.
1: I'm thinking he's like some sort of skateboard fanatic. No, I got I'm, Mad Skills.
0: No, it's more like Allergy. I can flip
1: my board 180. It's got
0: bits of me which you ain't not seen before. <laughs> I, I can try and say it in the style of G, but I do not think I'll Did be you doing have it justice. Big
1: Babylons. <laughs> <laughs> what has Mad Skills got mad to say? Mad Skills then? says.
0: Uh, recently, recently, my husband stated he wants to delete our fourteen certs on SLS. We have had our profile since two thousand and nine, so I don't think it's too many. But he thinks it ages us in the lifestyle. What are your thoughts on certs?
1: Wow, you've given them a a level of eloquence there. A le- question. Well, I think the
0: eloquence was in the question. I've I've merely repeated it. Are
1: you being ironic because they're mad skills with a Z? Yes. <laughs> I like that.
0: <laughs> you like that, right? Okay, so
1: I liked it so much I didn't listen to the question. Did you not? But I think it was something around what we would give the equivalent of verifications. Yes. Yeah. Right? So yeah.
0: in in oh, the UK on Fab Swingers, um, you don't have certs, you have varies or verifications. So if you hear us banging on about varies, um, that's when you meet a couple, be it on a social level, be it mm-hmm. on a play date, be it on cam, and there's different categories you can categorise it on, um. You you basically give them a very and it says, Hey, we met them, they were real, and it gives you an opportunity to that. And give hopefully them a bit they'll a give
1: a you more than that and say, They're amazing. That
0: was the best meat we ever had. <laughs> I don't know why I've gone back to the West Country.
1: They were so
0: nice. They said hello to us and they gave us some pasties and some scones and cream. It was oh, so good. Wow.
1: That's well, um
0: that's a great meat. It's a great meat, right? So <laughs> ultimately, um, you know, you can have a number, you know, you can stack these up. If you've been on the site for a long time or if you've met a lot of people, these things are going to add up.
1: Well, this is interesting because I have spoken to lots of people about their opinion on multiple verifications and kind of how that comes across as a concept. Mm. And, I mean, speaking personally, I I think a handful is nice. It shows, you know, you, you're not like a complete sucker and you've met a few nice people. But if I see 150 values in there, I'm like, what the fuck have I been doing? (laughs) But it could just mean, socially, they have been prolific. They have gone and met people socially on lots and lots and lots of different levels. And they've been lucky enough to get lots of people willing to kind of come back and say, yeah, these guys are awesome. Doesn't mean they're necessarily players in my lifestyle.
0: It's a difficult one because I think, ultimately... If people are out there and having lots of meets, whether it's just social meets, whether they've gone to an event and each person at that event has verified them mm. or or asserted them, I assume, uh, is is the way... I hope we're reading this right. Um, you know, does that really matter? Now, it might be mm. that your play style is actually... Uh, we don't like meeting people with tons and tons of varies because they've got been around the block a bit. Mm. I... And I can understand that mentality because in England at first when we started this, it was like, oh my God, those guys are so intimidating. They've got a million varies. They must be absolute players. They know what they're doing. Mm. And we are but simpletons compared to their knowledge and there's knowledge nothing and experience.
1: very exclusive about your potential meet with them then, is Nothing
0: there? very <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> uh, that joke a pun was now. a dead cert. Uh, oh,
1: God, no. Don't out me now. <laughs> No, I've got nothing. Go on, No, I know. On. I know you have nothing.
0: There was only two <laughs> words in the whole thing. You weren't going to go very Damn far it. with that. <laughs> All right. Um, so there is there is a bit of that, and I think you kind of look at that stuff, and if, if there's tons and tons of varies in you, you might think, oh, my God, those guys are so much more sophisticated, complicated, experienced. Mm. Therefore, we have to worry about that. Now, as time's gone on, actually, the number of varies, as long as those varies are... Of decent quality, they actually give you a real flavour for the couple themselves, or the unicorn, or the man, or whatever themselves. So it's actually quite a good thing. Mm. um But it can be hard to get yourself out of that mindset. And I think that date that sort of harks back to that, you know, sort of people that sleep with lots and lots of people are
1: yeah loose
0: or are do whatever. And it, it, that that's like the old mentality that gets like as you're going back to earlier on that gets fed into you as you're growing up and. You know mm-hmm. that's the and the reality is, is actually it doesn't really matter. I mean, as I said earlier, you could be a husband that has slept with his wife four hundred thousand times in the course of twenty years and then start swinging. Well, actually, is that any different to a couple that slept with four hundred different people, mm-hmm. however many hundreds of times? I know that math doesn't add up. My math is terrible, but but that's the <laughs> no, reality. No, I get of the it.
1: point you're making. Absolutely. Well, you will
0: do when we get into the hot tub.
1: Oh yeah, I see you did that. <laughs>
0: So I, I you know I think that um certs I think if there's just 14 that's I don't, not
1: an excessive number no
0: I think that's fine and I think if it goes back to 2009 unless
1: it's over like 12 days no, it goes back it to 2009 weird. that's like plainly, 2009 like, yeah that's
0: like, nothing like 10 years of,
1: exactly if that
0: so re- the reality is I think that's that's absolutely fine I think you know if you've been on the site for for that long, you, I would expect you to have a number of profiles. And my worry would be is if you've been on the site and you hadn't had profiles, I'd wonder why, A, people hadn't buried you or certed you. Mm. I don't know if it works that same way for you guys. So if you, if you don't vary someone, yet you know that they have met someone, you do think that there's something wrong. Yeah. You do, you do, it does make you draw conclusions. It, because it does. no one really leaves a negative one, certainly on FAB, because um, people just won't display it. You have the option to display them. It will say that they've got 15 varies but they're only just playing seven. Yeah, and it this makes is you that worries wonder, me a
1: little bit. Like, yeah. why are they hiding them?
0: Yeah, and sometimes that's, you know, for all sorts... Of, it could be for any number of reasons. Yeah, It could be that you've got 15 varies from the same person, quite yeah, frankly. Yeah,
1: it could just be duplications. Yeah, so, so uh,
0: I I would say in this this example um that that's absolutely fine. And I, I don't think it ages you. I think the fact that it harps back to two thousand and nine isn't an issue. The fact that you've been on the lifestyle for a the, for a period just means that you're probably like to be a bit more stable, they're a bit more secure in relationships. Yeah, there's some and,
1: longevity there which yeah, is actually quite which is
0: something that you could I look think that's to.
1: quite endearing. Yeah,
0: I do. Okay. Uh, MD Couple for fun mm-hmm. said uh what seems to be the natural progression Do most swingers start off as soft swap and end up meeting separately whenever they want, with whomever they want? Is it possible to stay uh, in one lane over years of swinging? How long does the average swinging couple continue?
1: Wow, that's that's quite big. Should we unpack that bit? Well,
0: let's let's (laughs) unpack it a little bit. I'm conscious that we've gone on for nearly an hour. um, So this will probably be our last Mm, question. Yeah. Conveniently, our actual last question on the list, which is nice.
1: Is it? Pretty much, yeah. a couple more
0: well, there there's, there's, yeah there's the a couple, couple more. there's a couple but I think this will be the last one for for now yes so we've talked about this progression element and that that um, I see this as a bit of a level up you start at soft swinging and then you work your way up you see it a little bit differently wife as we know that um, you see that uh, uh, all sex uh, is a lot more intimate than than sex itself yes we've discussed the you'll shove anything down there approach to to your lifestyle I I do think that there is, a, there is a bit of an education and a bit of a learning curve. And I think you see this with podcasters as well in the lifestyle. And that you start off your journey and you're inexperienced. You don't know what you're doing. No one gets it right first time. And then as your experience builds, you figure out where you are in the world and you get more used to things. Not to say that those feelings of nerves necessarily ever go away or those butterflies ever go away, but you do become more competent at what what you do or, mm-hmm. or the way that you handle yourself. I, I assume, anyway, certainly that's been our experience. And I've certainly seen that with with lifestyle podcasters where they start the journey, they talk about their early days and as they, as they go on, you see these developments and they go off and do different things that get more complicated. They try lifestyle holidays, they, you know... Sort of try, yeah. um, you know, sort of going out by, you know, by themselves. So there's a bit
1: of a hierarchy. Separate room. I,
0: I'm not sure that there's a hierarchy. Or would you
1: look at it as like a little menu?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I see it as a bit of a like a tube map in my head visually. Mm-hmm. So you sort of start your journey and it could branch off a bit. You can run the course. You can stay exactly where you are. That's absolutely fine. So you could say, actually, you know what? We are just going to be voyeurs. We're just going to be exhibitionists or whatever it is. And that's where you go. And that's your level of comfort. But I suspect what happens is, is that you start off. This is what we're going to do. And then you go, oh, that was that, that, that was okay. That was fine. Maybe we could try this and you add another layer to it. And maybe you add a bit of kink or maybe you add, um, you know, uh, you, you start with a unicorn and maybe you think actually um, couples might be okay as you get mm. used to some of these concepts. Broadly speaking, that's the path we've seen people on our journey go, and that they start off relatively um, safe. You know, We're well, not safe <laughs> because there's but always little, risk, but a little
1: less complicated. Yeah, um,
0: you of course get couples that that sort of jump straight in, and quite often what you see with them is that they escalate and then they pull back to where they feel comfortable. So, yeah, you know the, the people that jump in that that fall swap straight away, and we've seen enough of those people, and you know quite often you see that they've jumped in. But but what they haven't done is they haven't looked to learn about um, how perhaps, not that they should do it, but how they can uh, make that journey a lot easier for themselves. And, you know, they kind of go in and then and it goes off a bit and they have mm. some problems, then you pull back and then they go back into the lifestyle and they, they learn from that. And uh, we've seen so many people, though, that start uh, very sort of a bit more safe and they've expanded what they do and how they've gone. Some people never have to do that. Some people, we've met people that just... I say just is a massive step that just swap, soft swap, and that's the thing.
1: And we and, see some people who will completely, fully swap, but actually won't kiss.
0: Yes, and everyone <laughs> is finding out their style and their journey, and I think that's the most important. Thing.
1: And some people have their hard limits that, no matter where they are on that little tube map you're talking about, which is a great analogy, they still will always have those hard limits in place yeah. where they won't ever want to deviate from that.
0: And some people like to do it for a period of time. They go in and they get off that train. So they get on the stop. They So uh, people that we've met, have, have gone, they come on, the, on on Fab Swingers for a period of six months. They do that for six months. They they um, enjoy the lifestyle as much as they can. And they know that for them, that's enough. And they leave it for a period of a year or two. And then they come back. Mm. Whatever. Some people like to dip the foot in. Some people like to try it. It's it's you make your own journey in this, and I think that's been one of our discoveries: is that you can get in, and you sort of make of it what you will. You try different things, you figure out how it's going to work for you. And part of the reason we do this podcast is to to tell people what we've been through, so that it might be easier for them to make their decisions if they need to. So they can, can...
1: you know, look how how different our views are now to where they were twelve months ago.
0: Mm. Absolutely, and you know,
1: crazy like the things that we. We've kind of explored, I suppose over the last few months or so it's is something that we would never ever envisaged as getting to a point where we were stable enough and you know in in this lifestyle to even consider them
0: no and and I agree, and I think so in terms of that you know is it possible to stay in one lane? I think it's absolutely possible. But I think what we've found is that we've we've gone in the lifestyle. And it's actually helped us grow quite significantly. I feel like I've matured a little bit, which um, despite, you know, the way I am, <laughs> um, felt like it might be an impossibility. But actually, I do feel like I've grown up a little bit within the lifestyle. And we've we've both learned to, to test our limits, which is really cool. So I don't think we've necessarily stayed in one lane, but we certainly hovered around one lane for quite a while. And we're kind of finding where we sit and what, what we like. And I think once couples get into that groove and they get that thing, then they tend to stay there unless they're challenging themselves mm. or want to expand it. There's nothing wrong with that. And I, I really like the fact that you can do that as a lifestyle. And it's up to you to grow or stay the same or regress as much as you want and make this the experience that makes you happy, which I think is really important. How long does the average swing couple continue? Well, we've seen people that are in their, went into the 60s that that, that go for it. We've, yeah, we've seen people that are probably a bit older than that as well. Um, and we've I've, also
1: seen lots of couples kind of again come and go with it. Really, we've we've seen couples who are no longer on the site. I think, ah, uh, okay. And it, it, again, it just
0: depends on the strength of your relationship and the foundations that you're, mm. you're starting from. We've seen people that, are, that have that split up. We've seen people that have built stronger relationships. more
1: met in the lifestyle, and consequently, it's kind of yeah you know it's all sorts it takes all sorts isn't it really
0: it does so how long do they continue well actually we, we uh, the on, honest answer to that is is it's absolutely down to as you as an as you individual as long as you want yeah. it to uh, you know for us i think we're, we're going to continue to do it until we get to the point where we think that it's not adding value if it ever damages our relationship i know that we'll mm. step away from it but for us we're having an amazing time we've made some amazing friends we've we're really enjoying doing the podcast. And I think for us, that, that means it's like a good thing. So as long as it continues to be a good yeah, thing. If it's
1: adding something, as you say, a value to what we have and enhancing our relationship in some way, which it is, and continues to do that. And actually, if it continues to give us thought-provoking things each time to discuss with each other and learn from that, then great. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's forcing us to stand back and assess our own relationship more and more. And just, you know, question, do, do we need to change anything? Could we add anything more to it? What could we learn from that? So it's, it's enhancing, isn't it?
0: Exactly that. Right, mm. that's it for questions for now, Mrs. H. So okay. there's no just the tip this time. There's no journey. It was just a thing of questions.
1: Well, yeah, but they've been great questions. That actually,
0: people. I've I've been really impressed. So, um
1: I'm so grateful to everyone who's is given us such uh, a platform to, you know, debate such great topics over. I think
0: I know. So, if you submitted a question, go to the nearest mirror, look in that mirror, <laughs> fucking high five yourself. You deserve it. You've earned it. Um,
1: we do have a couple more questions, but I think we can we can pop those into some future episodes. Yeah, we can do that. I don't want to not answer them.
0: No. Well, it's interesting, actually. there's still
1: actually. some great questions left.
0: Um, just this morning, we had a mysterious envelope turn up in our post. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems to be all the way from Australia and have a little postcard inside it <laughs> that has a number of questions from some friends of ours. So next week, we'll be answering some questions. Nice. From some other podcasters.
1: Okay. So
0: you're lucky people. You got like three weeks of questions. <laughs> and then we'll be back talking about our journey. Yeah. How about that? It's
1: that's pretty good. You like think that's it. pretty good? Yeah. You're looking confused now. No, not at all. No? It's all good. It's all good? You yeah. sure?
0: Yeah. Hey, uh, on. I'm just going to read your mind now.
1: Oh, please. Go on. What's Hup on my tub, mind now? Hot tub,
0: hot tub, hot tub, hot tub,
1: tub, Wow, you can read me like a book.
0: Well, I can. I can also tell you what's in there. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-freeze.
1: Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do <laughs> do, 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 do. Right. So that's be in my head again now. <laughs> like, thank you so much. Oh my god. Let's play it when we're in the hot tub.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Well, let's play with Maybe each other while we're in the hot that. tub. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mrs. H, do you yes. want to do the thing?
1: What the hot tub? With uh, uh, no. Okay. So, thanks for hopping into our bed.
0: Nice. <laughs> So, uh, this is the traditional end bit, normally where we do something funny. Uh huh.
1: Um, it'll still be funny.
0: It'll still be funny. So, one of the questions that we had was uh, uh Jay from that couple next door. And he said, It seems that we Americans. Yeah. It seems that we Americans are often. I can't even do it. You it's can't terrible. Even do it. I know, right? It's awful. Often trying to imitate the English accent. <laughs> I would like to hear you and the missus speak in various American accents, such as Boston and Southern. Um. Boston? I don't know Ooh. how it goes. Boston.
1: Uh, I'll, I'll give it a go. Boston. A Boston hot dog. Hot dog?
0: <laughs> I don't think we can do that. Boston. Southern, would that be like um I say I say I say boy? Oh, is it is it maybe. like the, the kernel from KFC? I Have if, some of our delicious fried chicken.
1: That's pretty good. Really? You think? I'm thinking like um Morgan Freeman when he does...
0: I love to narrate.
1: I love to narrate. Andy
0: Dufresne was a tall glass <laughs> of hot milk. <laughs> I
1: think we've nailed it. <laughs>
0: I know. It, I, I'd like to say that those sisters <laughs> fought <laughs> Andy and he won the good fight. <laughs> Is that, yeah. did, did you think that does it? Nailed it. Any other American accents that we can think of?
1: I particularly am fond of... I don't know. Well, you call the dialect... But when you do the uh, Adventure Time one, where it's like, oh, my God. What a valley, girl. Yeah. Hey, Ben. Why are you talking like that? my lamps. Hey, yeah. why are you trying to steal my plastic bag, Fan? I... Oh, and my, my God. Hey, girl. I can't believe she said that.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. <it's> just... <laughs>
1: oh, I have a great one. The... I don't know how long your end bit needs to be, but this is great. Okay. My end so... bit's pretty big. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we can make it pretty long. Mm-hmm. Uh so I uh recall a little while ago having a kind of fun conversation with some girlfriends around vocal fry. Vocal <laughs> oh, fry. Is is that is that's a thing, right?
0: I, I remember there was this politician in America. Uh-huh. And he he was like, Come on, we got to get to the chapel.
1: Now he is neither from Boston or the deep south.
0: He was like the governor or something. Ah, you're my twin, Julian.
1: i <laughs> will be back.
0: <laughs> what the fuck was that?
1: I'll be back.
0: i will be back. <laughs> why is he from Ireland? I don't know. Why, why is he talking like that, dear?
1: Um... See, I, I don't know. I have nothing.
0: Well thank you, everybody. The, oh, <laughs> I don't know where that's going. That's just terrible. So um we'll we'll leave you with this um delightful advert from uh, Life on the Swings. So, please enjoy it. Um, and, and if you don't, um then ben, shame on you. I
1: thought you were gonna like a Jeff Goldblum, like try them.
0: Or, or, or don't. Or, or, or don't. It never <laughs> comes across as well as it does in my head. So um yeah, very sorry about that. Like Oh well, now uh,
1: I have Jeff Goldblum on my head, so
0: you always well, you wish you did. Six inches of Jeff Goldblum in your head.
1: I'm sure he's bigger than six inches. His
0: aren't droids you're looking for. They're for sale <laughs> if you want them. Anyway, enjoy the advert.
1: Bye!
0: Life on the Swing Set is heading to paradise for the seventh time. And once again, we're taking over Desire Resort, Riviera Maya, in Cancun, Mexico.
1: With this year's hosts, me, Cooper, Ginger, Dylan... J.V. and Char from Ending the Sexual Dark Age, and author, podcaster, and feminist porn filmmaker Tristan Taramino. Our takeover allows us to mold the resort in our geeky, sexy, and inclusive image with orgies, classes about pegging, flogging, and fisting, theme nights, a full dungeon night, naked karaoke, mutual masturbation, and massages. From November 3rd through the 10th, 2018, this beautiful, all-inclusive resort will be full of sexy swing setters from every letter in the LGBTQA spectrum. Holly, swingers, nudists, kinksters, doms, subs, and those who are just curious about what a week at a sexy resort offers.
0: We take all the best of the swing set our values, our experience, our co-hosts, our community, and we bring it all together with the best resort staff on earth to create a queer, kink, and poly-friendly, consent-aware, and sexy as hell experience for everyone who joins us.
1: To come with us on our Swing Set Takes Desire 2018 trip and hear us podcast about our previous trips, head over to ssdesire.com. We'll be there to welcome you home.